0: hey queens long time no talk how long has it been since i've uploaded i want to say i uploaded last week but i was too embarrassed to promote it so i don't think anyone even knew that there was a podcast out i don't know why i'm so embarrassed to like promote this or i think this is so cringy i think this is much less cringy than a youtube channel like i would rather eat all of my toenails then tell someone. Go check out my YouTube channel link in bio. I don't know what's wrong with me. But hi, hello, how are you? Thank you for listening to the Am I Famous Yet podcast. I am Vera, and I actually did some interesting stuff last weekend. I went to Boston for St. Patrick's Day, so I have material to actually cover that has um, I don't know some type of substance to it. I feel like. I just kind of ramble about stuff that's in my head. And then when I turn on the microphone, I always forget what the hell I'm going to talk about. But today I have actual stories to tell. So, I'm going to get some water then I'm going to come back. (coughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. When I tell you GarageBand will be my 13th reason, it genuinely will. I've been talking for the last like minute and a half and I happened to look down and notice that none of it was recording. Anyways, some updates. Okay, um... Last week, I had a whopping four and a half boyfriends. Right now, I'm at negative one boyfriends. You're probably wondering, Vera, how do you have a negative boyfriend? I have a negative boyfriend because I was talking to a man who was in no way planning to date me. Well, by by me, no way planning to date me, I mean, like, we had just met. And I was already plotting him to be my boyfriend. In my defense, he was looking for a relationship. But like I said we have never we hadn't had that conversation or anything yet so riddle me this how did I lose four and a half boyfriends in a matter of like seven days let's recap shall we so I had trash man Bay, who takes out the trash um by my job the kid I nanny for is obsessed with trash trucks so every wednesday we go outside we wave we smile they blow the horn he says hey baby all the things but last week he was feeling froggy so he decided to talk to your girl and ask her my number i said you know what black love why not i give him the number and he is hoodrific okay horrific we had been texting for 45 minutes okay not even texting he had had my number for 45 minutes and he's already texting me you fuck with me to know if you fuck with me right now sir what does that even mean i literally have never in my life told someone or been asked by someone am i fucking with them i'm not from the city man maine if you haven't figured that out yet it just, it was very, very short-lived And now He, like, ignores my baby When we go outside to look at the trash truck And I was like, damn, how low can you go? Like, aren't you not Supposed to mix business and pleasure, dude? Are you kidding me? Plus, just wave at the baby That's why I was out there um, Contrary to what you may believe I don't care to watch the trash truck um, Dump bins in, in Inside, okay? My baby does Not me <coughs> Sorry So he's not fucking with me um what else oh i had connor aka connor aka hunter aka the accountant who was really sweet and was really nice but i've come to i've matured enough to realize that that is not enough to date someone okay that is the bare minimum (laughs) you you should not be in love with someone because they're nice to you i have issues okay so Also, when people say opposites attract, I beg to differ, okay? I'm the most extroverted person on the planet. I talk to everyone. I'm super boisterous, witty, all the things. I don't know if witty has to do with being an extrovert, but whatever. He, on the other hand, now that we're, you know, no longer a thing, and I'm not trying to get up in them drawers anymore, I guess I can spill the tea. God, I hope he doesn't find this. (sighs) He started out by being um rather reserved if you will and I was under the impression that it would take a while for him to open up unlike me my the first conversation we have and the very last conversation we have you're really going to get the same energy with me I don't need like a build-up time to trust you the first time we hang out I'm going to tell you all about my business and all my secrets and all things I would not consider trauma dumping I would just consider it um uh uh, extreme trust in people but not everyone's like that and i recognize that so i figured like i said that it would get better over time no also are do white and black people just have different senses of humor listen one of my favorite shows on the planet is always sunny it's a very weird um white humor um dry humor crude all of those things it's it's way more inappropriate than the office I love it. So I thought if I could handle, you know, humor like that or shows like that, then I can handle anything, right? In theory, no, 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 no. So this guy is just, first of all, I not know how many sides of TikTok there were, okay? You think like everyone sees the same things on TikTok. No. This man would quote videos that I had never before in my life, scene. This was one that he loved, and he loved to just randomly place like quotes that just had nothing to do with anything. Okay, I would tell him that work was super busy, and that I don't know, I want to quit my job. That's not true, but just an example. He'd be like, "Damn, uh, labia majora, clitoris, damn girl, how many pussies do you have?" In that voice and everything, and I would just be sitting there like, "What?" I don't. I don't what what does that have to do with anything he's like oh you never seen the tiktok no nigga i've never seen that tiktok what the fuck are you talking about and if i did what does it have to do with me wanting to quit my job i digress but he was nice and he was from a rich part of town so i was really trying to look out for my future and see the 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 potential that he had he was an accountant he was nice he was shorter than me um yeah so there were just a couple red flags he I guess was kind of insecure about his appearance so he didn't really want to take photos this is another thing men think it's a big deal when women post them on their story or on social media and some people do depending on your audience depending on your theme depending on your niche okay my Instagram is very chaotic okay I could post a picture with a homeless man, a selfie with a homeless man, or a guy. You don't know if he's someone I know or if he's a boyfriend or if he's a friend or if he's my coworker. You would never know because my Instagram is that chaotic. Plus, men don't care. If they see you with another man, that is an incentive for them to go after you now. So if anything, sometimes I post out with him or, or allude to that I'm dating someone or on a date because I know that some dude's gonna slide in my DMs and be like I know I can treat you better than him. <laughs> it's it's reverse psychology, but it works. But then on a man's side, I think women are a little bit more um, uh, respectful. If, you know, men dating if they see him like posting with a girl, they're like, "Damn, it's ugly." But like, whatever. I guess when he stops posting, I'll slide in. Yeah, dudes, men like men aren't like that. So don't be flattered that I posted you on my Instagram because. It's not like me proclaiming you to the world. Like it could, it's not. You're not that special. Anyways, he was just an oddball. And then one day we, do I say it? No, he was just an oddball. And it just wasn't going. It it just wasn't improving. He tried to socialize, which I really admired. You know what I mean? Like he really was putting forth the effort to to meet my friends and to be funny and to talk to people but it was just missing it wasn't landing and that was it, arguably that was even more frustrating because I'm like damn why can't you just be like antisocial and a weirdo because then it just makes sense but like he would want to go out he would want to meet my friends but it would just like I said it would just be kind of like a, a miss the jokes wouldn't land he would maybe get their jokes I was super like conscious about being out during Black History Month with a white man. I swear, when you're like dating someone from a different race, all eyes are on you. And that's a whole other story. Ultimately, I kind of knew that we weren't relationship compatible unless the communication skills were going to improve, but it had been a little over a month and that wasn't happening. So I was just riding out the wave and having fun. But then I came to the conclusion that it wasn't going to work no more. It it, it wasn't going to work. So my biggest fear was me breaking up with him. And then a week later being like, damn, I'm lonely. I'm bored. I miss him. You know, a weirdo is better than nothing. So I did that, broke up with him. And then I kid you not, the, the, the conversation about me breaking up with him literally started because he was like, well, why don't we get in a relationship? And I'm like, fuck, damn, um... No, we had a whole conversation about it. And also he doesn't want to have difficult conversations. And that's something you have to do in relationships or just in life period. You know, like you can postpone it as much as you want. But at some point, you're going to have to have the difficult conversation with your person. And he couldn't do that. So strike 47. Anyway, we end up breaking up. I break up with him. And then in the morning I'm like damn bitch what the fuck did you do that for now you ain't got nobody to send you good morning text you ain't got nobody to go out with this weekend why did you do that so now I'm working overtime right I'm texting him that I love you's come back I'm sorry I was sleep deprived and he is not rocking he is not rocking with it which was fueling me even more to keep going even though I knew ultimately that like I didn't want to be with him, which is really toxic, I know. Let me tell you, girl boss is gaslight, okay? He's like, you literally told me last night you couldn't see yourself with me. I was like, the fact that you are literally quoting something that I said last night means that you don't know what the kind of person I am, okay? Leave the past in the (laughs) past. It was so toxic. As I was texting it, I was just like... What the hell is wrong with you, Vera? You are psychotic. Put the phone down. But I couldn't. At that point, I was just in too deep and I wanted to win. And for a second, I was. He was like, maybe I should give you another chance. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I broke up with you, okay? I'm giving you another chance. (laughs) Not not the opposite way around. Long Long story short, we are not together. He has been removed off of all forms of social media. And I didn't block him just because, like, maybe in, like, a couple days he'll text me and be like, oh, my God, I love you so much. I want to take you back. And I'm going to be like, um, no, I'm taking you back. But, okay, fine. So we're keeping hope alive, ladies and gentlemen. So that's boyfriend number two. Um, third boyfriend is this dude who kind of looks like my ex when I tell you I have a type. She has a type he um i don't know he's just like someone to text but he works a lot so i don't really like respond to him i don't know but like we also met when i was dating the accountant so i couldn't text him that much because i would always be with the accountant but last night i hit him with a cute little what you doing big head and of course he responded um and now i can stop bluffing on plans with him (gasps) so him i don't even have his phone number saved then we have, um, Jiffy Lube Mechanic Boo, who's cute, when he, I think I talked about him on last week's episode, he, he met me, and he's like, you don't give me bad bitch vibes, I'm like, um, are you saying I give you ugly bitch vibes, do I give you insecure vibes, and he's like, no, like, I just don't think that you think you're a city girl, I'm like, what the fuck, like, do men just not know what to say to women? So he is still in the running. I mean, I haven't texted him in a while, but I'm sure if I hit him with a "Hey, how are you?" I think he would respond. And then concluding the list with my negative one boyfriend is this guy that I met when I was in Boston, who was Colombian and Venezuelan, and is so cute. He salsa dances. He's like an an analysis analyst for a bank. Cha-ching! I hope. I think right. That sounds like a job that makes good money. Um and what else yeah i know he's cute he has a beard he's 6'1 all the things but we were texting everything was going up he said he's looking for someone with a genuine connection to build with music to my ears i also think men say that sometimes just to get some pussy and i mean because you're more inclined to get swipes or just to get the attention if you're like yeah i'm looking for a relationship i'm looking for um a real connection with a beautiful woman to build with rather than being like I'm just trying to hit for real for real you know what I mean so I do take those responses with a little bit of a grain of salt let me take a sip but men like to use photos on their dating apps and social media from years ago okay I have been catfished yeah I'm calling it catfished catfishing I have been catfished one too many times so we're texting today and I'm like oh also he has an android and I ask him um are your pictures recent or are they from fucking four years ago as a joke I was joking mind you he responds with this oh my god where's the message this needs to I need someone to help interpret this response because I don't know what the fuck it means so I said Wait, are your pictures recent? I don't want to fall in love with someone only to discover the pictures are from four years ago. He responds, um, almost fucking twelve hours later and says, Also, this man never uses emojis and never uses LMAO ever. Like here and there he'll throw in an lol or a ha ha ha. He starts out with LMFA O. Bitch, what's so funny? Like, who was laughing? I was dead ass. LMF L They are ha ha. I looked super young when I was 20. Laughing emoji. Bitch, why did you feel the need to laugh three times while sending that message? I don't think that was funny. that wasn't that funny. But what does that mean? They are ha ha. I looked super young. When I was 20 to my knowledge, I think he's 24. Let's go back and look at his photo. He's really cute. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. Let's see, let's see. Yeah, he's 24. Oh, God. COVID's happened, which means he is at least 20 pounds heavier and 20 is being generous, honey, because I gained a whopping 70 pounds during quarantine. So mm. that is not so annoying. So, yeah, he's my boyfriend in the negative, And to my surprise, no response yet. So I responded with, LOL. So what do you look like now, question mark? Listen, if I use LOL, I'm pissed, okay? I use LOL when I'm being passive aggressive or when I'm angry, okay? Because if it's not funny, it's not funny. Don't LOL me. I, I We need to start putting... Started petition to ban LOL because people only use LOL when they're being shady or when they feel like they should laugh even though they're not laughing or it's like an uncomfortable laugh unless it's in all caps and then it's like really funny. LOL, oh 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 oh. I digress. <sighs> Dating's the pits. Okay, it is literally the trenches. I would rather dr- like go to Ukraine and punch Putin in the neck than go on another date i i truly would i would rather enlist in the russian army than go on another date or to to swipe on another fucking person on bumble i can't also i started using bumble because i thought that it was for the nice guys but i think that guys think that the nice girls are on bumble and they you know women have to do the work they have to respond first Maybe I'll go back to the trenches of Tinder. I think I'm going to just delete it. Because it's just, if it happens, it happens. At this point, I'm over it. I truly... Shall we pivot to the next topic? I think so. Last weekend, I went to visit my lovely friend Allie in Boston for St. Patrick's Day. Which I already knew was going to be a ton of fun. Because, I don't know, Boston's like an Irish um, town or whatever. I don't know. White people up there know how to party, honey. I booked a flight. Went to see my friend funny enough we met because i met a guy on some dating app probably like tinder like four years ago who was super fucking ugly super ugly but i think within like the first couple minutes of us texting he invited me to a halloween party at his frat house and i was like um i go to community college hell yeah i'm gonna go to your frat party this guy liked me i brought A date with me to said frat party. My said date was the psycho that I was dating at the time. He wasn't psycho at the time. So I show up to this white school's white frat house. White ass frat party. Black as hell. With my like Nigerian boyfriend at the time. It was a time to be alive. I go. We have fun. I meet this girl who is in the cutest little cheetah... DIY costume we take photos we kiki key, key, key all the things become friends fast forward four years later she invites me to Boston to hang out with her I go I fly there the flight was easy Elizabeth Warren was on my flight thought that was super cool I didn't want to fan I have like never met a cel- I have met celebrities before and I tried to not fangirl out because I know that's like the expectation. But it also comes off a little bit weird because I'm, like, trying to be overly calm. I'm like, yeah, what's up? Like, she asked me if I was in line. I'm like, yeah, I'm in line. But, like, you can just, like, get behind me. Like, we'll just, just shut the fuck up. It was the yes or no question. I was literally just the yes or no question, Vera. Anyway, I want to move. I have lived in Maryland my entire life. I'm from here. My family's from D.C. It's not the trenches. It is a lovely place to live. But it's not very diverse. It's super freaking expensive. Like I said, I've been here for forever. I want to change. So naturally, I've been thinking of places where I can go. Places that are diverse. Places that are cities. I, I, I'm i a city girl. So I'm thinking Boston. So I'm like, let me go visit. You know, kill two birds and one stone. Have fun. Party. But also see if Boston is somewhere that I could see myself living. Within... 20 minutes of me being there I'm hearing people with like the like stereotypical Boston accent and I'm like oh my god I thought that was literally like in movies I did not think anyone actually talked like that but they do and it's so funny it's so hard to like not laugh because they're like I asked like the TSA person where the uber pickups were she's like it's in the garage by the car and I was like oh okay anyway I probably saw about 10 black people During my um, four days there, which (laughs) isn't ideal, but apparently Boston is a very segregated city. So there are black people, but they're just in certain parts of town, which is annoying, but I can deal with because DC doesn't have that. Where there used to be black people, they're not. They're like, they're not anymore. So, like, they're just scarce. It is skimpy out here for black people in these streets. Anyway. We go we have fun and i just lived my fantasy honey the last time i lived away from home was when i did my college program in orlando florida and it was the pits okay there's nothing to do in orlando besides disney world i didn't have a car i worked 50 hour weeks i barely had any money all of my roommates worked different hours so it was just really hard to make friends with people and to, like, link up with them because everyone had such ridiculous schedules. So it was the, it was the fucking pits. I hated my roommates for the most part. Um, yeah, so this was so cool. The fact that I had money. I was in a town where, okay, if I didn't have a car, I could use public transportation and get around. I was 21. I'm 22. It was a game changer. So I really enjoyed that. I literally just, like, walked around Boston aimlessly waiting for my friend to get off to the point where I was like trying to romanticize myself in a movie I'm like oh I'm walking around in these pink high-heeled shoes and some guy's gonna come up to bump into me and say watch where you're going mate and I'm gonna be like oh I'm so sorry I'm not from here and he's gonna be like well I don't care where you're from and then he's gonna like look up and notice that I'm beautiful and brown and smile and take me out to dinner to my surprise that did not happen but I did get my drinks bought by some man wearing a blue lives matter hat at a bar which i morally thought was wrong but then i said reparations right plus listen never turned down free drinks okay never i'm not turning on anything free from anyone white okay because nothing is free in this world but if you can scam somebody you know he was trying to have small talk no airpods in buy my um, espresso martinis and um, bartender keep them coming that's it thank you Saturday comes along. Oh, weed is uh, legal in Boston. Which, I'm not a downer's girl. I think weed is a downer drug. I don't know. I think drugs are stupid. Because I already am really bad at spending and saving. So, I don't need an extra expense added to my lifestyle. Okay? Lashes, $200. Manicures, uh, 40 My dog's insurance. My I have the most sickly dog on the fucking planet. So, I can easily spend the vet for my dog. Baby doesn't have time to form a nicotine or CBD addiction, okay? But when in Rome, when you're somewhere where lead is legal and you can literally get it delivered or go pick it up down the street, you're going to partake, okay? You're going to partake. So I go, I have these strawberry edibles. And let me tell you, the last time I had an edible was on my birthday. And let me tell you, I was cross-faded. I don't remember anything past the mcdonald's okay i had two gummies i was like these ain't shit let's go to mcdonald's we go to mcdonald's and it was like a slow motion fall okay like you know when villains go down in a fight in a movie and they're like no and they hit the ground that was what happened to me i'm like guys i can't feel my feet i can't feel my knees my ankles are going out i'm going to fall asleep in three two next thing you know i woke up and i was throwing up in my car And I woke up again and it was morning and I was naked in my friend's bed. Girlfriend's bed. So edibles are a very sensitive topic for me. So I was like, okay, well at least, you know, it's 10 p.m. I'm in my friend's bed in pajamas. Worst comes to worst, I just fall asleep. No, I didn't fall asleep. I got super giggly, called the accountant and told him that he belongs with my best friend. Because (laughs) they are more compatible than him and I. (laughs) I still stand by that statement, okay? And he's like, what the fuck? But we're dating. Listen, Hunter, I love you so much that I can recognize that you are more compatible with someone else. And while I may like you and you may like me, I'm not going to be a hater and block your blessings. Block your blessings of love, okay? I want to shout on the wedding. And I want an amazing gift when I'm at the wedding, okay? And I want to be in the wedding. All those things. But to my surprise, Allie didn't want him. (laughs) So that didn't work out. We go to sleep, wake up. I wake up at, like, noon. I had all these plans of going out, exploring Boston, and going to museums. And I woke up, like, drool all over my face, feeling like I got hit by a bus. To the cutest little note from my friend Allie. And she's, like, gone to work. Talk to you later. Um, You look peaceful sleeping. I'm, like, yeah, I look peaceful sleeping because I was fucking sedated. We go out, went to Newberry Street, which was super cute. Anyway, um, that night, we actually did end up going out because I was so tired from the night before and everything. And we knew that we had a bar crawl in the morning, which was when we were really going to go hard. I wake up in the morning... We wake up in the morning and it's shot o'clock. We start pulling out the Amsterdam. There's a lemon drop pre-packaged double shots. So fucking cute. We're doing our makeup, getting nice and green. I love any holiday that comes with a theme and a color scheme, okay? Truly. That's what makes a good holiday. When there's colors aligned with the holiday. Easter, pastels, Christmas, red and green. Um... Hanukkah blue, ha- uh, Halloween yellow. I love the color theme truly. We're getting all greened up. I wasn't going to go for a spicy eye look just because I'm not good at lashes and I had a bunch of other, you know, green accents on, but I ended up getting a uh, green dragged out eyeshadow which I thought was cute until my stupid 12-year-old sister comments on my Instagram story saying, "Quote, your eyes look terrible." <laughs> And I was self conscious the entire time. I just felt like I looked like fucking Julia Fox. Meanwhile, my friend looked gorgeous with her eyeshadow. Maybe that was a little bit of a power move move on Ali's part. We take an Uber downtown. We start at a bar crawl. Super cute um super fun Allie starts flirting with this guy whose girlfriend is literally sitting at the table across from house and I'm like bitch his girlfriend is right there and she's sitting with her two friends so if she really wanted to she could try and fight you and her best friends are gonna jump in and we're outnumbered okay I'm gonna jump in but we still have the blondie on the end who looks like she could fuck both of us up and she's like oh no I got it I got it <laughs> Then we run into another friend that she went to college with. And we just had the time of our lives. By the time four o'clock came, we were done, okay? And the bar crawl didn't end until like 11 or eight. I had nothing left in me. At some point, we walked to her friend's house. I take a power nap. We watch Sex in the City. We order some pizza bites. And at midnight, we, we strap our boots back on and we're like, all right, let's go back out. Let's go clubbing. We walk two blocks and her friend's like um does anyone else feel like we should just go home and i was like yes i second this i really think i could live in boston super cute they have an equinox but listen those take a shot every time i say but listen their winters are no joke what do they call them like nor'easters i'm not built for that okay dc shuts down if we get four inches of snow like no exaggeration the state goes into state of emergency people are off the roads no one knows how to, like the DMV does not know how to handle snow in return I don't know how to handle snow and I've been told that people still function in Boston when there's like a foot of snow outside they take a, maybe a delay a cute little delay to plow the roads and then you're off to work what no ma'am no ma'am Allie has a heated mattress pad I said tell me you're from the north without telling me you're from the north it was such a weird thing I feel like I was like freaking peeing on myself you know when like your like your butt starts to get warm if you have like a cat skin or whatever anyways um Boston's Q I would rate it a seven out of maybe an eight eight out of ten shopping seems great concerts football sports basketball all the things super accessible by metro and public transit but i'm not too keen on just like all the subdivisions of people like where she lived there's like a big jewish population um in certain other parts there's a big like uh, italian population there's black parts why can't we just like all come together and just be diverse and and you know all that stuff You could tell that black women were scarce in Boston because anytime I came across a black man, they're like, you're not from here, are you? Uh, Do all the black people in Boston know each other or something? Or do I have like foreigner written on my forehead? My Uber driver back to the airport when I was leaving was talking to me. He was Haitian. My roommate Disney warned me about Haitian men. So I kind of uh, disregarded him in a sense. He was cute. Um conversated if you will he told me if i move here he would love to see me again you know just kind of as like a little flirty like oh you know maybe i'll run into you i'm getting my bags once we pull up to the airport and i guess i turn around and he gets a look from the back honey and i'm deaf in one ear so (laughs) i walk off i say thank you bada bing bada boom i'm gone the airport i had to probably walk at least like three minutes before I got to security and I kind of felt like someone was calling me so I kept turning around but I didn't have my glasses on I can't hear out of one ear so I had no idea what was going on about 10 minutes more 15 about 13 minutes go by and I'm about to go through security they you know scanned my ID I'm ushered in I hear Vera wait the room goes silent I turn around I'm like It's the driver. Yes. Can I help you? What's up? He's like, I just had to, he's all out of breath. I'm like, where the fuck is your car? And like the do not leave zone outside. He's like, yeah, but it's okay. Um, I just really wanted to say that like, I think you're beautiful. And like, I just really wanted to ask for your Snapchat. Ah, crickets. You're done. You're done. You left your car potentially to get towed to ask for my goddamn Snapchat. Are you fucking kidding me? Not Instagram. Not my phone number. Not Facebook Messenger. This man was at least 30. At least 30. I just kind of looked. and I'm like, I mean, uh, this would be a beautiful story to tell at our wedding. So I guess I'll give him my Snapchat. And I do. And he's like, thank you so much. Okay, I'm going to go. Safe flight, safe travels. And he's gone. I'm discombobulated at this point. I mean, he wasn't ugly. But at the same time, the Snapchat thing was weird. So he Snapchats me. Oh, so glad I got to see you. But I couldn't help but think that, hmm. <laughs> I think it's really interesting that you became so invested in B. After you saw from the back, honey. He saw these cheeks and said, wait, no, I can't let her get away. I guess the Boston girls ain't thick like us Southern girls. We're not actually Southern, but whatever. So yeah, he um was texting me a little bit. He told me, he was just hyping me up. He's like, I love your complexion. I love your name. I love your hair, nigga. He also had the child lock on in the back of his car. So does that mean he has a child or he just doesn't want his like passengers jumping out of his car? I don't know. But Boston was an interesting time. It was an interesting time. <gasps> Listen, the white men up there are a different type of white men. They are like super cute. All my friends kept saying uh, New England boys aren't cute, but they are so cute. They're cute in like a oh not in a like I want you kind of way, but but cute. I have a problem. I keep making TikToks about my uh, about Russian daddy, my my lifelong soulmate, the my ex, the love of my life, my boyfriend of all of two and a half months. And I, I, I just can't. Billab, I have that billabong suit. It looks so good on you. By that bathing suit was from fucking Sheehan. You tried it. Um, does, is anyone else obsessed with an ex of theirs? What is wrong with me? I need therapy. No, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. This ex was extraordinary. Okay. Extraordinary. He's like literally never, ever, ever going to listen to this. So I'm going to Blow his head up, his virtual head up. We met on Tinder. Do I want to talk about this? We met on Tinder when I had just come back from Mexico in 2019 in the summer. We met on Tinder. We were. I was at my aunt's house because my car was broken and she lived close to my job at the time. So I stayed with her until my car was fixed so that I could walk to work. I'm on Tinder swiping in my little cousin's bed. And I matched with this guy who was like obviously an Android because his photos were giving very much Android quality. He had the weirdest name I've never heard of, ever heard of. And he messages me, Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm like oh, hi, I'm good. <laughs> where are you from? He's like, Montenegro. No idea where the fuck that is. Next he asked me, what do you like to do? I say uh yoga and eat pizza. I don't fucking know. He's like, okay, wanna eat pizza now? Nigga, it is twelve thirty in the morning. Yes. I will, but, like, also, are you going to try and kill me? So I literally take an Uber at 1230 to this dude's apartment to eat pizza with him in his courtyard. Like, we ordered Domino's to the parking lot, and we ate pizza in the parking lot. He ended up being the hottest, sweetest funniest most interesting person i've ever dated partly because he was a manly man okay he could like fix cars he was just so like macho, like beat heady and macho and like the best way possible yeah he was amazing we got into like two arguments that summer one pretty early on like probably like a week into us talking he we were in georgetown getting cupcakes and georgetown is like a like a a, uh, an area in DC and it's very residential although they have tons of shops so parking is really difficult and it's just it, it's it's weird so you have to be really careful where you park because there's all types of like misleading signs and it's like park this way and you can only park here between you know 2:15 and 3:15 if you have The sticker in your car, and like if the last four numbers on your sticker mean this, and then you can park here. Listen, the devil works hard, but DC parking enforcement works harder, okay? I already had like three pending tickets in Georgetown, so I'm being very particular where I'm going to park because I know that I can't afford another fucking ticket on my car. He goes, Why are you being, why are you stressing out? Like, just park somewhere, just park. So I explained to him again why I'm being so anal about where to park. And he goes, ugh, you're being so stupid. Just shut the fuck up. Uh, g- excuse me? How are you going to tell me to shut the fuck up? What? What? This ain't your car. You can't even, you're not even from here. This. You've only been in this goddamn country for all of two weeks. So pipe down, sit back, little lady, and look out the window. Enjoy the view, okay? While well, I do my thing. So I told him, you either apologize to me right now or get out of my car. <laughs> and he goes i'll get out (laughs) let me tell you my poker face flipped so fast i was like are you like like dead ass you're not gonna apologize And he's like no i'm gonna get out i'm like okay then then get the fuck out then (laughs) then get out so he gets out and his like turkish roommate in the back seat is like uh what's happening and russian daddy just walks down the street i finally find a parking spot and i'm like we can put this behind us if you apologize. He says, no, I'm leaving. His friend, and I end up getting the cupcakes, I ended up dropping his friend off, and I go into the apartment like shit talk him to his six roommates. I'm like, he's fucking stupid. Ha ha ha, I know he's from a shitty part of the country. Ha ha ha, ha. Russian men think they're so smart. Ha ha ha, then I leave. Like, three hours later, he texts me. He's like, why were you telling... Why would you go and tell all my roommates about what happened? I had to walk home in the dark and the cold. I didn't know where I was going. Well, nigga, you could have drove home, but you 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 made that choice, okay? Don't put that on me. You very easily could have apologized and then got a ride home in the Jetta, but you didn't. You decided to be a dickhead and prove a point. Prove your stupid point. So I'm like, once again, we, you can apologize, but... If not, this is this isn't gonna work. We've all we've already known each other for like all of four days. If you're already displaying these just blatant signs of disrespect, I'm not doing it. This it curtains for you. He goes, I just need time to like you know, decompress, you know, English is his second language, so he didn't say that, but he's like, "I I I need time, and like, let's talk tomorrow, come by tomorrow. Nigga, fuck, you need time to apologize for calling me stupid in my car and telling me to shut the fuck up in my car? Are you joking right now? So I thought he, I was about to sign his walking papers, okay? They're about to be delivered, express postal delivery. But I said, you know what? He is the hottest person I've ever dated, I've ever met. So I'm going to give him his, you know, funky 12 hours. The next day, I go over because I was in the area. I was just, I was just in the area having dinner with a girlfriend of mine. And I go over and he like, he's like, come here, let's talk. He's like, look, I was going to apologize. But when you forced me and like gave me that ultimatum, then it made me not want to. I'm like, listen, you weren't going to apologize. You're the same man who thinks that, like, women are inferior to men, okay? You think that women can only be um, teachers and nail technicians. There's no way on God's green earth you thought you were going to apologize. You thought I was just some regular bitch from Russia who was going to let you call them stupid and be on to the next. No, ma'am. I'm a strong, independent, black woman. That isn't how it was going to go. God, I have so much spit in my damn mouth. There's no water. Great finally he apologizes we make up I'm seeing butterflies I'm hearing the wedding bells because it felt like a big deal this man had known me for all of four days if like he didn't have to apologize he very much could have been like fuck off I'll find some other bitch but he did which makes me think he loved me he was great super hot I think his what I would interpret as ignorance come from his environment. He's from a very small Eastern European country where, I mean, I've never been there. I don't really know anyone from that country, but I do watch 90 day fiance and um, Elizabeth's husband from Moldova, Andre, he's a Neanderthal. Okay. And they're basically from neighboring countries. So if you, if, so if you can think of Andre, think of someone like 20 years younger than him and way hotter. And this was his first time out of the States. I mean, excuse me, in the States. So if he's just, like, surrounded by people with, like, that similar mentality and that's the norm, I don't really see how, I don't see it being easy for him to go against that. You know what I mean? Maybe I'll make excuses. I don't know. He's hot. I love him. I would literally die for him. Um, Every now and then he'll Snapchat, not Snapchat, he'll, like, DM me on Instagram and we'll send memes and he'll send me photos from the summer we dated and he'll say, oh, my God, remember when you were so skinny. Listen pros with the cons ladies pros and the pros with the cons if you follow me on tiktok you've seen like one picture of him from behind and my most recent videos him from like the front with glasses on so you you, once you see him you'll understand i also i'm pretty sure i have a photo of him on my instagram like if you scroll all the way down You'll see it. But yeah, Russian daddy forever. Love you, boo-boo. Mary, mother of Joseph. I have so much spit in my mouth. It literally makes no sense. I don't know what is wrong with me. God, like, do I get a spit bucket or do I drink more water? Like, there is just, my mouth is so fucking wet. It's gross. I digress. Last week, I downloaded Reddit and read some confessions or questions or whatever stuff that I thought was interesting so I'm going to do that again I at some point I'm going to add the google docs like confession if you will link to my milkshake website or whatever it's like the link in my bio for my um podcast and stuff at some point I'm going to update it and add my um like I said, the Google Drive confession box. But until then, I'm going to read stuff that I found on Reddit. So this one says, my 16-year-old daughter is horrible. It's, excuse me. My 16-year-old daughter is a horrible person. Have I failed? Is it too late? It's super long. Three, four, five paragraphs. They said they've gone to five different therapists over the last few years. Um, they tend to chalk it up as normal teenage stuff. That was a quote. She said, I am depressed and ashamed that my daughter has ended up like this despite everything her father and I have did to raise a person who was happy, self-confident, excuse me, self-confident and happy, oh, excuse me, and kind. She is the polar opposite of those things. The worst part is that she is deeply unhappy and my heart hurts so much to feel powerless to help her. I came here to partly vent and ask if anyone else has experienced this with a teenager. Thanks for listening. Damn. I plot twist. This is my mom. I <laughs> damn. When she say she breastfed for 14 months, Months, uh, attachment, parenting, positive reinforcement. That is truly, this is truly my biggest fear she said it won't she won't sit down for dinner with us or spend any time with us she only goes to target with us if we promise to stop at starbucks it depresses me and her 12 year old brother is the contrast whom we raised in the same manner just as respectful gentle and sweet yeah that is my biggest nightmare in, like raising a serial killer or an axe murderer or someone who just like hates women i don't know my sister and I I would say are were raised pretty I wouldn't say the same, but I say there are a lot of similarities in how we grew up. I'd say it's not exactly the same because I do at least in my experience, I think that there is like definitely some second child privilege. You know, your parents did it one time, they kind of learned, they you know, made their mistakes the first time. So the second time, it's a little different. You know, they they can do things differently. They have a different outlook. So in that regard, I do think that that could play a role in kids being, and in siblings being different. But I don't know. That, ah, fuck. That is a hard realization to to come to. But at least kudos to them for not being in denial about it. Because I know Oh, so many people who have fucking horrible kids, and are like, "What are you talking about? They're angels, they're saints. Like they could win the Miss Congeniality pageant in a heartbeat." Like, no, Brenda, your kid's an asshole. Honestly, just lean into it. I don't know. Just hopefully things change. I haven't read that help. I haven't read how long she's been like this, but j- just hope it gets better. I don't know. At least you have a second kid that is better, you know, and they won't put you in the senior citizen home or steal your Percocets when you're old. There, there you go. Just take the pros with the cons, my man. Ooh, this is a good one. This is um, one for all the people out there with dysfunctional families. And if you don't have a dysfunctional family, pat yourself on the back and go fuck yourself and listen to what some of us have to endure. It says my 30 male grand, the there's no way the grandfather's 30 years old. Anyway, My grandfather is upset I'm not inviting my parents to my wedding. I'm getting married in a few months, but I'm not inviting my parents. When I was 12 and an only child, my parents adopted my older sister. Tiffany had many meltdowns and hated me. I thought I was trying. She thought I was trying to steal her parents. It was horrible. She sabotaged me a lot and my parents believed her. I inevitably became neglected. My grandfather would attempt uh. Excuse me, my grandfather would attend my parent-teacher meetings because Tiffany would be upset that my parents were focusing on me. I gave up on them at 17. I moved out at 18 and went to university. My grandfather has been in my corner since then, and he's done so much for me. I'm eternally grateful. My parents tried to get in contact with me a couple years ago, but I just blocked them. (laughs) My grandfather knows... About our non-existent relationship and has been fairly quiet about it. He's not begging me to invite them to my wedding. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. He's now begging me to invite them to my wedding. I have dyslexia, sorry. He was in tears and it broke my heart. So I told him I'd think about it, but I don't want to see them ever again. What do I do? Damn, that's a rough one. Um, I don't, listen, when it comes to my wedding... I have a very dysfunctional family, okay? I have cousins who hate each other. I hate my aunt. I have uncles who hate each other. I have an estranged dad who is a narcissist. I have a grandma who hates her son. And I have an uncle who hates my grandma. My family is a shit show. So I don't know how my wedding's going to go. At this, at this rate, honestly... I want to do like a destination wedding or a little courthouse jam, because I would be devastated if my family just busted out into a brawl on my wedding. Are you? kidding? Because that's so embarrassing. Not only is it your family and your friends, because I'm the type of person where, like, <laughs> my leading up to this as if I've ever been married. Or if, listen, all women kind of like plan their wedding secretly. I don't want to just have people at my wedding. Just to be there. Just to have a big number. Because people talk shit. Okay. And I really don't want any whisperers Or like shady comments. Or any pictures of me for my wedding. Ended up. Ending up on someone's finsta. Being like damn this bitch thinks she's cute. She ain't cute. She only with him. Because <laughs> she couldn't find nobody else. Yeah I don't want that. I only want genuine people at my wedding. Whether that be friends. Family. All the things. Because. You know your partner's family is also there. And I'm really betting on marrying someone with a normal family as much as it would be nice to bond with my spouse over our dysfunctional families baby has no time for that okay so I'm rooting for someone who has two parents married 50 years never been divorced maybe an only child to avoid sibling drama and dead grandparents that's my ideal in-laws okay so I truly am going to be the one bringing the baggage to the wedding I I wouldn't invite them and I would hope that their grand, his grandpa would not would understand. I get it. It's not an ideal situation. But he said he's 30. He, he moved out of his parents' house when he was 18. And, and that's when their relationship really stopped. I don't know math. So I don't know how many years it's been. Okay, let's do 30 minus 17. Thir- it's been 13 years. No, if they haven't talked for that long... You don't get an invite to my wedding just because you're my parents and you chose your shitty adopted child over me. Are you kidding? No, that's not how this is going to go down. Funny story. When I graduated high. Okay. So when I graduated from eighth grade, my, I'm going to say half aunt for like the sake of the story. My half aunt came, my oldest uncle, my mom and my grandma, um, came to the um, ceremony and then afterwards we went to dinner this is when there was like somewhat peace and unity within my family but my uncle my youngest uncle who I have a very estranged and shitty relationship with didn't come because was at work or whatever anyway they come back to my house to celebrate and my youngest uncle and my oldest uncle get into this horrible altercation ended up with them in court my it, it was just a really, really, really horrible situation. So I have motherfucking PTSD from that because one part of me feels hella guilty because had I not, I don't know, made a big deal out of that ceremony or not invited my uncle, none of that, that um, situation would have never happened and there wouldn't have been such, there would not be such a big divide in my family right now. But live, laugh, love. So when I graduated from high school, I knew that my oldest uncle was going to want to come to my graduation. I already knew I had like four or five tickets, maybe, maybe five. And I think I like earned two extra tickets for graduation. So I told my grandma I didn't want my youngest uncle to come to my graduation because, I, because historically speaking, last time he came to an event, really bad things happened with my other uncle who was going to be there. So my lovely grandma didn't find that fair and I I think this is an older old person thing my grandma loves to say don't hold grudges be a bigger person life's too short yeah life is too short to deal with people's bullshit a hundred percent okay there's a global pandemic going on people were dropping like flies two years ago yeah you we shouldn't just have to endure people's bad behavior because they're family you know what I mean it boggles my mind that some of the most hurtful things I've been told by people have been by my family like where they do that at you know what i mean her grandma loves to say that well you forgave you know your friend da 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 sarah for saying blank 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 to you i'm like yeah like it wasn't cool for sarah to say what she said but like she hasn't known me since literal birth you would think the person who has known me since i came out of my mom's stomach would have some loyalty and would have some you know some restraint when speaking or treating me so poorly. Anyway, my grandma stole one of my tickets and gave it to my youngest uncle so that he could come to the um, graduation despite my wishes. And I didn't even know that she took it. Like I went to look in the um, envelope to hand out tickets and one was missing. And I had already accounted for that person. I think I invited my dad and I think his girlfriend. So I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, what if they don't let her in? Because she was planning on having a ticket. I was betting on her having a ticket. It all ended up working out. And I didn't even see my youngest uncle after the ceremony. So God, truth be told, I don't even know if he came. But that really, really, really upset me, to say the least. Um... And I was like, that just wasn't your place to do that. We literally, it, the last graduation ceremony that all of these people were together ended up in court, ended up in a, a court of law, okay? I'm not just saying he's not invited because I don't think he's going to put money on my graduation card. I'm not inviting him because I don't want the police to be called, okay? Nan, love you, but yeah. So no, um... tough titties okay if if grandpa wants his son to come that bad he should have had a nice heart to heart with him about not being a shitty dad that's that on that um okay i've been talking for almost an hour should i read any more reddits um women of reddit if you could use a word to describe your childhood what would it be Ooh, that's a good one um so the the first one says traumatic (laughs) Someone said came here to say that too. Um, I wouldn't say mine was traumatic. I would say it was colorful. I had a, I didn't have a bad childhood. I had a, a colorful childhood. You know, there were ups and downs, but hey, it's gonna make for a good memoir, and it's gonna make for a hella entertaining podcast. So, you're welcome. Thank the Masons. All right, and that's all I have for you today. I am about to choke on all the saliva in my mouth. So I'm going to go eat some popcorn because popcorn is salty and crunchy, and hopefully, it will um, absorb all the spit. On that note, have a blessed one. Thank you for listening to the Am I Famous yet? Podcast. Go on to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and leave a review. If it's a negative review, um, change your mind and make it five stars. Leave something positive. Or if not, leave something negative. You know, there's no such thing as bad press. Um, Yeah, follow me on Instagram at unicornfarts69. And follow me on TikTok at Pastor Potato Head. Thank you. Have a blessed one. Bye.